Hi, folks. This is GOK number 30. Uh, brought to you the week of February, <laughs> try March 19th, 2011. I'm James Kennison, and this is the personal audio journal of me, artist, children's pastor, podcaster, father, husband, in no particular order. Um, I know it's been a long time since I've done one of these, well over a month since uh, February 5th. Uh, let me tell you what's been going down, what's been going on. You know, uh, podcasting for me is a hobby. It's not a lifestyle. It's uh, it's not something that I do uh, for income. And uh, you know how hobbies are. Hobbies are things that you're supposed to do in your spare time. And uh, so, it, you know, it's weird for me. So when I run out of spare time, obviously the first thing um, – it's the first thing that goes, podcasting. And so that's really the the trick. I'd been doing seven shows, and I almost kind of got burnt out doing them. Uh, so many of them. Uh, let me list them off. Nobody's Listening, Broke Ya, Chop, Explicit Answers, Help, I'm a Children's Pastor, Podcast Kid, um, GOK, of course. And it, sounds, it seems like there's one more. Uh, podcast Starter. That's too much for me, especially since I do it as a hobby. I do it in my spare time. And uh, so that that's the thing. I, I, I almost got burnt out, but I didn't. I haven't. But what I have done is um, I decided to pull out of podcasting for a couple of weeks. I, I, you know, I'm, I'll be the first to say I didn't really announce it. I didn't even tell my co-hosts. I don't know that I decided it. Right away, it was just I didn't feel like doing it. And you know, when you do a comedy show like nobody's listening, you really need to feel like being funny. And um, so I pulled out and I've taken a step back and just just to get some balance in my life. And we're talking about work, family, uh, ministry. Obviously, ministry and work are, are combined in my case. Um, and then hobbies, you know, and spare time and all that stuff, making sure I'm being productive, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I feel like what's going to come out of this, I feel like I've gotten that balance, by the way, but I feel like what's going to come out of this is that I'm going to have to scale back on the podcasts that I do and really focus on the few that I truly enjoy and that I feel like you know, are the, are the ones I'm I'm supposed to be doing, or that are easy, or not easy, but just you know, natural, I guess. Right off the top of my head, I know nobody's listening is going to be one of those. GOK is too easy not to do. Um, you know, I hate to kill podcast kid with my daughter, but unless I can um, super simplify that show and and still have it, you'd be attractive to the to the audience because it's got a lot of segments. And that's what kills that show for me is I can sit down and record with Jenna in 20 minutes, but then I've got to make up a song. I've got to do a character, you know, and then I've got to mix the whole thing down. It's the only show that I have to do a lot of post-production on. And um, therefore, it takes up a lot of time. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the, the, the other one is Chop. Um, Chop is the Axe Cop podcast. That one doesn't get a lot of downloads. It really doesn't, but it's been more of a labor of love because I love, you know, I love Axe Cop. I love Ethan Nicole and his brother Malachi. They are awesome. They're an inspiration. 
and all that kind of stuff, but it um, it eats up an evening that I may not have. So I don't know. I don't know what I got to do. The, the, the deal was is, you know, when you get burned out, what is that? You know what that is? That's when you've used up all your energy and you're pulling off reserves that you don't really have. And uh, so when real life starts kicking like Kung Fu, you know, if, if you've got hobbies like I did, and uh, those hobbies, instead of refreshing you, they start to drain you as well. Then you're in you're in a mess, and that's I guess where I found myself at. And so, you know, if I'm going to have something drain me, um, especially a hobby, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to you know sh- shirk it, send it to the send it to the penalty penalty box for a little while. Uh, but I feel like if I come back to it and I you know put it in the right place in my life which is at the bottom, you know, uh, then, then I think I can, I can continue to do it because I miss it. You know, I already miss it. I miss doing nobody's listening. Matter of fact, I plan on doing one Monday night and, uh, we'll see about the rest of them. It's just a time issue. You know, I don't have but, but so much time, so much energy. And, uh, but I think, I think podcasting the way I was doing it was draining too much. Uh, more than it was giving, but I feel like I can scale back and podcasting can come back to being, you know, a hobby that, that recharges me. So, um, that's the trick. That's the deal. Hey, I want to tell you real quick. Um, I cut the smack out of my finger today. Uh, good Lord. Oh, it hurt so bad. I was cutting out some, uh, I was using an exacto knife and a plastic straight edge to cut through some foam core that I was creating some object lessons for Sunday service tomorrow. Everything was going fine. I glued some, you know, full colored printouts to them. And then I was trimming them with the, uh, exacto knife. And I'm not stupid. You don't cut all the way through uh poster board or a foam core. The first time you, you go over it in layers, you know, you go the first time and it kind of cuts through the, the, the first layer, then you cut the second time, it kind of goes through the foam, and then the third time you can feel it rubbing against the carpet, and you know you've gotten all the way through. Well, I was on the first pull, and that's when the knife is the highest because it's just barely you know tapping. But anyway, since I was using a plastic straight edge, and I was going pretty fast, I was pretty, pretty confident the uh, blade turned, caught the tip of the uh, plastic straight edge, traveled up onto the top of it, and then sliced right across my pointer finger on my left hand. And uh, it slid right across from the uh, just to the left or the right. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, even with my fingernail, slid across where my fingernail and my hand attach on the side, and then down and out. And it almost basically took a sliver off my finger. Um, it it is still attached, but there is a. It looks like my finger had a C-section. I have a double rainbow made of blood, but, uh, no, it opened up and bled like a monkey and, uh, I got all faint and almost whited out and then I felt ill and, oh, 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 and it wouldn't stop. And we thought, you know, Jen's like, you want to go get stitches? And I'm like, I would feel too stupid (laughs) getting stitches for this. So I just held pressure on it. Jen went and got some bandages. We didn't have anything, man. I just had a paper towel. 
So she went and got some stuff. And so now I'm all bandaged up. The tip of my finger looks like E.T. because it's all fat because of the tape. And it's brown. So that doesn't help the E.T. feeling. But uh, it doesn't glow. That's the only thing. But the bleeding has stopped. Everything should be fine. Um, I'm a little worried, though. To be honest, it's kind of gross to talk about. But I I took a pretty dang good chunk out of the side of my finger. And if and uh, that that little piece was looking kind of whitish, so if it's thick enough, you know, is it going to fall off? And then, um, my my finger will have a hole in it. You know, I don't know. And then if it does, will that be cool? Will it look good? Will it change my fingerprint? Will I still be able to check out my kids at church with the fingerprint thingy bother? I don't know. We'll see. I'll keep you updated because I know you care. Ooh. So, and just in case you're wondering, I was feeling kind of nauseous through that entire <laughs> section too. Uh, Jenna, my daughter, man, good lord, she's been sick for like two and a half weeks, like throwing up. First, it started with like a stomach flu where she was just straight up sick for you know a day and a half, but then after that, she kind of rebounded for a bit and then came back with a vengeance where she was throwing up three and four times every night. It was like, and we took her to the doctor. They said, oh, stomach flu. They'd poke around on her tummy, stomach flu. A couple days later, three days later, she's still getting up every night, throwing up. Uh, you know, threw up at school, uh, had to come home, take her to the doctor. Oh, stomach flu. Well, dad got it on, th- on, on the third time when it started becoming every other night. Um, you know, we took her back to the doctor and said, look, you know, this is not stomach flu. This is ridiculous. So she's going through a series of tests right now, and they're testing from for everything from uh, parasites to cancer, which you know, just hearing that word is terrifying. But uh, you know, we just committed it to prayer and uh, and just believe in the best. And you know, even so, even if uh, we're good, I seriously doubt it though, because you know, she probably just has an alien in her tummy. That's what I told her. I said I'd like to have a, another child. So bring it on. But uh, she's actually hasn't thrown up the last two nights. So she may just be pulling out of it. That's awesome. But, it, you know, it's probably bacterial. It could be, you know, she might have been the old woman that swallowed a fly. That's what I think it was. Why, oh, why did she swallow a fly? Uh, Dunder, nothing new about him. Oh, good Lord, yes. Okay, here it is. Dunder has taken to where he likes to tease his sister. <laughs> Which is hilarious. He's never done it before. He's always gotten on her nerves. He's always, you know, been the one to, he doesn't mind slapping her if he needs to. Um, but Jenna's kind of deathly afraid of two things in life. One of them is Real Grinch from the movie. He's called Real Grinch, not the cartoon. And then uh, E.T. She just hates E.T. He's the scariest thing in the world to her. And Dunner's not scared of E.T. <laughs> and so. He come, we're we're driving home the other night, and and you know it's dark in the car, and uh, Dunner had gotten some sort of toy. Uh, it was like a one of those uh, jumping bean toys. It was, it had a track that just happened to look like a green arm with two little fingers coming off the end, and I didn't notice that it looked that way. But Jenna's talking to me, and finally, you know, Dunner's making some sort of noise, and she's like, "Do you hear what he's saying?" Dunder, who is uh, three now, I hear him. He's going, E.T., E.T., and he's using that arm-looking thing. It's a track that splits off, but he's using it to touch her on the head. 
It does. It looks like an alien hand. And I was dying because this is not him. This is not what he does. But, man, he sure enough is getting a lot of glee out of it. Well, uh, you know, that was hilarious and stuff. Well, Sunday was it some night. I don't know. We were at the church late. It was dark in there. We were turning off lights and leaving. And my son um, is walking in front of his sister out of the uh, office complex to, into a, from a lit hallway into a dark room. He suddenly stops and he jumps back. He goes, "Oh, ET!" <laughs> and then of course he's not scared. He's doing it to mess with his sister, and she's like freaks out, starts running the other way. And then he's doing this <laughs> where he's pointing just casually. Oh, there's ET. There's ET. And she's totally falling for it. She's six years old. It's uh, really funny, really awesome. I love <laughs> that he's learning to be a, a pain in the rear. I approve wholeheartedly. Uh, the last bit that I'll share with you is we've been working really hard the last few days in updating um, uh, our, our junior church uh, set. And it's not completely done, but it's done enough to where uh, it's serviceable and usable. I'd love for you to check it out. We've got pictures up at uh, Facebook. If you're my friend on Facebook, you can see my photos. If you're not, you ought to friend me. Uh, just look up James Kennison on Facebook, and uh, and it's one of the most recent pictures up there. It's pretty neat. Um, it worked out. It's not like I said, not done, and uh, it, but it's it's eighty five to ninety percent done. And the idea, if you're looking at it, is the center one's going to be a tree when it's all done with a little door and windows, and then to the left and the right is a cat tree. And a uh, and the right is a birdhouse, and the idea is that the the theme is if animals you know built buildings and lived in them, kind of like Monsters Inc. You know, you'd walk through the city and you could tell it was a city built by monsters. Um, I would I I kind of tried to go for a animal influence, a cutesy animal influence, and uh, so that's why there's a cat tree building and a uh, a birdhouse building and a a tree with a door on it and stuff. So. Uh, it's getting there. We're going to put a white pick and fence in front of it. There's going to be a beehive house, and um, there's going to be a, a little fire hydrant, and and uh, like I said, white picket fence with some gates and stuff. We're going to do some lighting to it, and it'll it'll look even better. Um, on the cat tree, I want to get a little one of those springs with the pom poms on the end that they usually have on the on those things that, that the cats play with. So to just kind of finish it up and put some polish on it. But uh, they'll be using that for the first time tomorrow. Really excited about it. Got got it done. And uh, looking forward to, to to hearing, you know, the effects. My my son loved it, and he's in there now. So uh, I guess that'll finish this up for this week. And uh, hopefully I'll get these out weekly from now on. Um, at least you know, you know, what's been going on with the podcast and stuff. Just have, have basically taken some time off. And um, matter of fact, I, I even fasted, I guess, to use that word, from media for, for the, the whole week. Uh, pretty much stayed off Twitter um, and non well non essential internet. You know you have to. I I need to be able to get on Facebook. I need to be able to get on my email um, for uh, you know work and people contact me and communicate. And I'm not going to ignore people and be rude. Um, but I fasted from Minecraft, movies, uh, TV, and then non essential. Just sitting there hitting the stumble button on you know, stumbled upon and stuff like that. Just sitting there reading updates, reading statuses, didn't do any of that. Uh, and then I kept up with buzz, my buzz light your stuff. Um, so that was, cause that's not a problem. That's not an issue at all. I could quit any time. Um, 
so we're getting back into that uh, stuff. But I, I think like I feel like I got balance now. I feel like we're going to go forward and uh, keep doing some good stuff. Feel recharged, and I think podcasting done correctly is is going to be one of the things that recharges me. So we'll see you guys next week. If uh, if there's a GOK verse of the day, it's uh, you know do do everything as unto the Lord, and uh, and in in and then of course the opposite of that is. If there's anything you shouldn't be doing, don't do it, no matter how much fun it is. Because uh, I realized that I was just filling my time, you know, filling my time, probably trying to escape from this, uh, from the lack of energy. But the things I was doing that I thought were charging me were actually, you know, uh, draining me. So taking a break from even the things I enjoy the most turned out to be one of the best things for me. And throwing myself into my work again actually recharged me. So weird, backwards, but it worked. So peace out, people.